Okay. Hi guys. I was always told that actions speak louder than words. And that's true, but tonight I'm going to use my words to tell you guys about actions. I grew up in a Catholic family from a small town in Northeast Iowa. I was a normal freckle-faced kid. I lost my first tooth in kindergarten, played softball every summer, and wanted nothing more than to live in a hotel with those two twin boys from the sweet life of Zach and Cody. <laughs> like many of you, I have witnessed things that have affected my faith. The three greatest positive impacts on my faith have been from a stranger, a friend, and my church community. Mount Mercy has a scholarship day for accepted seniors every February. My senior year of high school, I had been planning it to attend, but the night before, Northeast Iowa was hit by a large snowstorm. Still, I felt that I couldn't miss the opportunities that scholarship day presented. So, the next day, my mom and I took my dad's truck down to Cedar Rapids. The first hour was a pretty slow drive because the roads were not yet well plowed. Once we reached Interstate 380, they got a little better, better. Um, but 15 miles outside of Cedar Rapids, a vehicle in front of us slammed on its brakes. My mom also began to brake before we ended up hitting some black ice. Our truck swerved before rolling one and a half times and taking out a mile marker sign. There is no doubt in my mind that the Holy Spirit was with us in the truck as I looked over at my mom and realized that we were both uninjured. We began to take in our surroundings, most of our belongings, including both of our cell phones, had flown out of the broken truck windows. My door was jammed, and the truck was resting on the driver's side door. After what seemed like several endless minutes, we heard a voice from the other side of the truck asking if we were okay. Once again, the Holy Spirit had our backs. We called out that we were both uninjured but needed help out. A stranger, Dave Gallagher, had not seen the accident happen. Our truck was not facing the highway, so he did not see that there were people in it. He had seen the tires on the truck still spinning from the other side of the four-lane highway and had followed his intuition to come to our rescue. Even though traffic that had seen the accident happen on our side of the road whizzed by, this man stopped, and I am forever grateful. He called 911, and we got help climbing out of the broken window on the truck and sliding down the roof. Dave Gallagher's kindness didn't stop there. While my mom talked to the police officer about insurance and discussing what had happened, Dave let me warm up in his vehicle, and I had explained to him what my plans had been for the day. Even though Dave was on a trip three hours in the opposite direction, he offered to take my mom and I all the way back to Cedar Rapids and to Mount Mercy. To me, Dave is the Good Samaritan. He came to me, a complete stranger in my time of need. I believe that Dave was open to the Holy Spirit, so the Holy Spirit was able to work through him as the hands and feet of Christ. He could have decided he was too busy to stop. Our truck tires would have stopped spinning, and no one would have realized that my mom and I needed help. Instead, the Holy Spirit moved him to go above and beyond to do the right thing, and because of that, he has forever changed the way I will view others. 
We are all called to be Christ's hands and feet. He may ask us to serve by being mothers and fathers to care for his children, farmers to feed his people, or businessmen to clothe and house his flock. Christ has asked me to be his hands and feet by becoming a nurse. I first realized this when I was working as a CNA at my nursing home in my hometown. Originally, I had become a CNA because in a small town, it was the best paying job a 16-year-old girl could get. Through working there, I fell in love with my residence and realized the call for me to be a nurse because of the joy I felt when I was serving others. One night, though, God had challenged me. One of my residents had decided that she needed her entire room rearranged. I had been in her room for 45 minutes, and neither one of us was getting what we wanted. She had snapped at me for not understanding where she wanted her chair, and so I had snapped back that I was doing the best that I could. My resident was a little taken back, and I could tell that I hurt her. She apologized to me and explained that she wanted to be independent, but she couldn't do these tasks on her own. She needed me. As she said this, to me, I felt a, warm, a warmness run through me. All of my frustration had washed away. I knew then that the Holy Spirit was within her and also within me. The Holy Spirit was guiding me to, know, to be Christ's hands and feet and help the woman the way that Christ would have helped her. And I know that the Holy Spirit was not just telling me to be the hands and feet for this one resident, but for every patient that I have or will ever have. My encounter with God has made a difference in my work at the nursing home. Now, when I do my job, it is not work. I do it knowing that Christ is within me and that I am his hands caring for his people. I'm a better CNA and will be a better nurse because of it. We are all called to be Christ's hands and feet. We need to answer him and serve in whatever way his people need us. Have you guys ever struggled to love anyone? Another part of my Christian faith has been learning to love unconditionally. There is no better example of this than my friend Annie. Even if we haven't seen each other for weeks, Annie is always excited when I come and visit her. She is overjoyed. Sometimes she's so happy, she pees a little. Annie is a dog. <laughs> Think about the dogs in your life. Do they care if you come home grumpy? No, they love you the way you are. Do they, care? Do they see your bad habits? No. They accept you for who you are. They don't care what you're wearing, how much money you make, or what you can offer them. They may care if you're holding food, but they'll love you even if you don't share it. They will love you no matter who you are or where you come from, unconditionally. Is there anyone else you guys know that will love you unconditionally? I don't know about you, but I am not perfect. I know that I have at least three of the same sins that I confess every time I go to reconciliation. And every time I say them, I feel like I let Jesus down a little. But the good news is that Jesus loves me anyways. He wants me to be better, but he accepts every imperfection about me. 
There is no way I can ever deserve this kind of love. The only thing I can do is forgive the way Jesus forgives and love the way that Jesus loves. Another friend of mine from here at Mount Mercy shared what loving means to her, and I thought it was a very cool example, so I'm gonna share it with you guys. She had said that when you love yourself, it's like giving yourself a big hug and you wrap your arms around yourself. But then when you love others, you open your arms and you're giving to them. The really cool thing though, is that when you're giving and your arms are not crossed over yourself, you can receive so much more in return. I am a firm believer that when we are unhappy, it could be because we are hugging ourselves too much. And when we're hugging ourselves, we're also hugging our worldly possessions. When we do that, we become endangered of loving things that cannot love us back. If our love is not returned, it is empty. When our arms are open and we give to others, we can see the happiness it brings them. Their happiness comes back to us in a rewarding, fulfilling manner. So in my family, we have a joke that food is love. My mom is the type of mother who shows her food or her love by giving us food. If she loves you and wants you to stay, she'll feed you. And if you love her back, you'll ask for seconds. The past summer, I took a note out of her book and used food to show my love. All summer, I worked night shift at the nursing home in my town from 5 p.m. to 6 a.m. On my way home one day, the Holy Spirit was working through me. There was road construction in front of my house and the traffic was backed up. In a town with a population of 800, people are not used to waiting in line at traffic. <laughs> Although I was tired and wanted nothing more than to go to sleep, the Holy Spirit helped me open my arms and give food to those waiting in line. I started making cookies for everyone and their appreciation and smiles when I brought them fresh cookies from the oven was worth way more than the sweet treats that I was giving them. It was one of the most fun experiences I've ever had the opportunity to take part in. Baking cookies to make someone's day better is an easy way to love. Loving is not always easy to remember though. Sometimes I get tired, busy, or just absent-minded. All of a sudden, I forget to find ways to love people. It is during these times that I am most unhappy. To regain my happiness, I need to open my arms and love the way that Annie and Christ do, without holding back. The last and probably most important part about being a Christian is bringing others to Christ. So how did I first become Catholic? Well, here goes. I was born and boom, Catholic. <laughs> but along the way, there have been many people who have helped me grow in my faith. The first people to bring me to Christ were my parents. I don't remember the day of my baptism, but it was the first sacrament I made in the Catholic Church, and my parents literally carried me through it. We went to church every Sunday. My parents never asked us if we wanted to go to church. They didn't even ask if we wanted to be Catholic. But then again, if we wanted to go, or if we were sick, they didn't ask us if we wanted to go to the doctor. It was part of raising us as children. By bringing me to church every Sunday, 
My parents also gave me a second family, my church family. I went to a Catholic grade school, so, the, so in my elementary school years, my closest family was made up of my peers and my teachers. Not every teacher at St. Francis de Sales was Catholic, but they were all role models of what it meant to be a Christian. Here is where I learned patience, loving service, kindness, the foundations of being a Christian leader. In high school, like most kids, I want to discover the world for myself and not just the world my parents had built for me. A particularly strong influence at this time of my life was Patty Frana. Patty is the youth minister at my church. She was, she was Christ to me when I needed her, and she helped me put my faith into action. She encouraged me to do Catholic Heart Work Camp, which is a week-long mission trip every summer. I did things like rebuild a high school, I painted the house for a 101-year-old lady, and worked in a boys and girls summer camp. Just like I was happy when giving cookies to people stuck in traffic, doing service during this week was some of the happiest days of my life. I was able to be Christ's hands and feet on these trips, and eventually I began to bring the Spirit with me everywhere I went. Patty is important because she got me excited about being Catholic right about the time that I was able to make my own decisions about faith. College has been my next chance to explore my faith. All of a sudden, it is my choice if I want to go to church. But at the same time, it's not. It is part of who I am. And also, my freshman year, Father Vu was there to remind me every week. <laughs> That is part of his job, though. He is part of my church community. Through his homilies, and now Father Tony's, I am able to grow closer to God every week. I am truly a blessed Catholic. So, I don't want this to be preachy. It's supposed to be about my experience. But I want you guys to think about who you can influence and who you can bring to Christ. Do you have children? siblings, friends, neighbors that you impact. You don't have to be a youth minister to invite people to Mass. You don't have to preach the word to spread the word. You don't even have to be Mother Teresa to be a good Samaritan. You can find your happiest moments by opening your arms and giving of yourself. So be Christ's hands and feet and love everyone. Let Christ's light shine through you.